I now do what other people only dream. I make art until someone dies. See? <laughs> I am the world's first fully functioning homicidal artist. Well, I said I was going to do it. I said I was going to interview more interesting people. And on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast, Zombie Yeti, Jeremy Packer, uh, is joining the podcast. And this is one of my favorite interviews. And I've done a lot of interviews. And we learn a lot of information with different personalities. But this man has been involved in some of the most fascinating pinball projects. And it's the agony and the ecstasy of his experience that uh, we're going to talk about on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. We're going to talk about Magic Girl. We're going to talk about Ghostbusters. We're going to talk about, of course, J-pop. We're going to talk about what he thought about American pinball, trying to resuscitate Magic Girl, all that good stuff. And he's a great guy. He's a super nice guy. I've met him in person uh, at expo and i'm really looking forward to seeing what he does in the future and i think he's such a nice humble person too the way he even talks about art and pinball and 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 its importance uh know, i don't think he gives himself enough credit for what he's done and what he's contributed to the pinball world so before i roll the tape i also want to give a shout out to listener of the show mike and and his lovely wife becky who visited canada's arcade last weekend uh it was great mike comes all the way from the bay area in uh in california and decided on his new york tour to stop by and we, we had a great time we played a bunch of toadin uh, mike i finally fixed that switch that was preventing multi-ball from from starting um, but for those of you out there if you're coming through new york and you want to stop by and you want to see that sociopath megalomaniac needs medication should be in a straight jacket pinside troll named Canada. come by and i think you'll see the complete opposite but mike it was awesome having you and your wife stop by um so enjoy this podcast i really think this is one of the best we've done uh, also working on getting mr gomez on the show soon and jersey jack and all these people it's going to be a really really awesome podcast year for this this little thing i do so without further ado ladies and gentlemen mr jeremy packer all right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to Canada's Pinball Podcast a guest I have been so excited to have on the show for, I think we've been playing this now for six months, Jeremy. I want to welcome Jeremy Packer. You know him as Zombie Yeti, artist of Ghostbusters, artist of Magic Girl fame. Uh, Jeremy, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, and, and, and by the way, that made me sound a lot more important. <laughs> uh, but I, I appreciate it. No, we, we, we've talked uh, uh, intermittently uh, here and there, and uh, we've, we've always said, hey, we should, uh, we should talk on, on the podcast. It's my understanding, and I know I'm taking over here, but it's my understanding that, uh, that uh, you're, you're kind of uh, uh, a troll you- on uh, Pinside. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I used to be. I've been... I've been- <laughs> I've been banned, and all 89 of my duplicate accounts have been banned <laughs> as well. Uh, but the the good news is the other 100 duplicate accounts are still active, and, I, and I'm waiting for the mods to catch them. So, uh, yeah, and we know that we're going to talk about uh, your activity on Pinside. We'll talk about the hobby. 
where should we start? Do, should we start from the beginning of how you got into pinball? I, I know people know the story. Uh, they they know the way, who I, discovered you within the pinball world. Should we should we start there? I, I don't know. I'm so so tired. I don't I don't know that I can tell the same story we'll, twice we'll, anymore. We'll go through it quickly. Uh, <laughs> let, you know what? Let's do this differently because I I agree. So for those of you who don't know. Jeremy worked with John Papaduke on Magic Girl for years. Just, just give us a number of years you spent working with this man. Um, I've got, I mean, I've got files that date back uh, to 2011, I think, 12. Right. Like so, so uh, at least I think I think the way I looked at it was around five years when I started working with him. The big thing was I still uh, had a date. By the way, I have the, I have the. the Loudest, creakiest chair uh, in the world, <laughs> if you hear. But no, um, uh, no, I, I, uh, I still had a day job, uh, and I, I, um, uh, I hated it. But no, uh, and and uh, so yeah, it, it was. I'd say in total, over five years. Uh, Might have even been, you know, like six or so. I don't know. It, it just everything went on forever. Is right. Kinda how it felt. <laughs> so how, just in terms of like. The connection. So he reaches out, he finds you, he says, hey, how'd you like to do some pinball? And, and were you a pinball fan before you got into designing pinball yeah, machines? Yeah, yeah, well, I always I always tell the story. Uh, uh, my, my dad actually um, was a huge uh, pinball fan. My, my, my family, uh, working class, uh, you know, stiffs. Uh, and, uh, and so it's not like something that my dad ever, you know, could afford. But at one point, uh, one job uh, he was working on, um, he... Uh, uh, came across one that somebody was giving away, basically. I mean, for next to nothing. Uh, it was a it was a, a Gottlieb roller coaster, uh, which is you know an old old uh, EM, and and uh, so we actually had that. Uh, I think I, I was maybe like I don't know ten or something like that at the time, uh, and I played I played the, the crap out of it. Until right. So you got one in the home. Your dad brought it, and and from there yeah. you sort of had an interest. And, well, keep and- in mind. Keep in mind, though, I, I grew up uh, uh, not unlike many people during uh, the era when arcades existed. Do you remember those? What were those things? That, that sounds awesome. Like <laughs> my, kid, my kids are always like, oh, man, that sounds so how old? Do you mind me asking how old you are, Jeremy? I, I just turned 40. Okay, so we're the just, same age. So we grew up yeah. at, the, at the same time. Yeah, we, we grew up when things were good. When, when you actually had to go out for entertainment. Yeah, well, for the no, most it was, part, it was a different world. It was great. Uh, I I miss it a little bit, but uh, no, no, it was it was it was fantastic. But but so I I always I always had a, a great appreciation. I loved pinball. I, my dad was in a bowling league as well, and, and before we ever had one, when I was younger, uh, my sister and I would would go. Um, I it was on a school night. And we got to stay out late, and it was great. And we would literally just play pinball all night uh, at the bowling alley. Um, so it was, you know, it was, it was always something I loved. I, I'm a big fan of, of, uh, mechanical, uh, real world devices, uh, as much as I'm also a, a huge tech nerd as well. Right. Um, I grew up when you, you actually could appreciate that stuff because it, it, it did exist. Right. <laughs> so just a different time. But right. Yes, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so you, you 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 were exposed to it at a young age, and so we know the whole magical thing. We're not going to go through it all. Let, let's start, like, when did you realize that thing was just going belly up, and you're like, shit, I spent five years making the most beautiful artwork, and I don't know what the hell's going on now. Was it, like, 2014, 2015, when you discovered Pinside and people's problems with the project, or when did you well, know... I- 
I didn't discover Pinside until uh, everything went south. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> Before that, I didn't know. You're um, like, things no. are going great. This is totally the amount of time it takes to make a pinball machine. Well, so... so I, I and my wife, my wife, uh, you, should, you should have, you should talk to her, you should ask her. No, um, my, uh, my suspicion um, uh, came after about a year's worth of work that nothing was ever going to be done. And, and it was, um, you know, like I always wanted to think. Uh, the best, you know, uh, but but uh, like, okay, this is how I explain it. There's two types of, of creative minds um, out there, and and one of those creative minds um, is one that literally looks at there are unlimited um, opportunities uh, or, or potential outcomes uh, for what this is, and and they basically uh, are unorganized and mm-hmm. can never do anything but think about the next one and they kind of use that as a tool to just never get shit done. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, I, wait, can I say shit on this? Yeah, I curse all the time. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I try, rated. Nice. <laughs> I try to be nice. But, uh, no, um, uh, and the other type of creative is is um, is one that actually uh, can get stuff done. Right. Um, and and I, I mean, I, I always find that, you know, you kind of have to balance uh, the two. You have sort of a, you set a time frame and say, okay, for this amount of time, based on budget, whatever it is, um, I can go ahead and just think of any possible idea. But then after that set amount of time, guess what? I have to actually get shit done. So I have to actually start producing. And, and he doesn't uh, exist in that realm. And, and I think Listen, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to disparage John any more than um, I probably already have unintentionally. Um, <laughs> but uh, but but um, it's one of those things where I think uh, he obviously uh, struggles um, sure. uh, to be organized. Well, I and think that's... that's that's one of the big things. And and his motivations, I think you're right. Sometimes might be a little bit uh, wrong-headed in. If you're doing something only for the glory, uh, you're never, ever going to be motivated to get it done if it doesn't come easy, right? Right. Like, like, like for me, like I like I always say, like I like to starve, right? And that's why uh, I do all my work uh, with Stern so far for zero money, um, is because well, okay, that's not true. Uh, that, that sorry, that's a joke. Well, we'll uh... based on based on J-pop, but no, I, 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 you know, I've got I've got a lot of artist friends who, who, for instance, um, you know, once they get get a, a a level of success, they don't feel the need to try anymore. And, and I'm not saying necessarily that's the case with him, but I'm saying that's the case with him. <laughs> right. Well, I think that's always been, you know, when we when people saw what was going on and and then started to ask like, how did this happen? More stories started to come out about John's time at Williams and he is very much that rudderless creative who needs a team around him, project managers, people to to be the doers to sort of keep him on track, get as much from him as they can and then finish the project, right? And so if he can construct his own world with no deadlines, no accountability, no responsibility, he could play in the sandbox for decades, right? And that's sort of what we're seeing right now. Now that's I, what he did. Yeah, and so after a year, did you do a, was most of the lion's share of the work done in terms of Magic Girl artwork, or like was it just like little changes that he would just hit you, and 
or were you just like still doing a, a, a lot of work each year? Like, was there a period? Well, so the, the way I break that down is because it's kind of like my memory at this point. Like, I think uh, you know I'm, I have PTSD, and like, well, I don't. <laughs> but but uh, but I kind I kind of like think back on it, and it started off gradual. It started off with you got to keep in mind when I was hired in, I was hired in um, uh, to do Ben Heck's uh, zombie adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Because I assume uh, he searched for a zombie illustrator uh, and uh, thing, you know. I, and I you came out. That's, Probably, that's hilarious. Like, well, I, I, honestly, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I honestly like I, I think back on it. And that's totally what it is. And and he so he he asked. Uh, he had the concept for it um, of, you know, uh, it's it's Ben Hack. And, and by the way, since I'm a huge video game, nerd, I knew I knew who Ben was. And right. like, I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, and I keep in mind, I still had my day job. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to draw some some sketches for this guy and uh, get paid, you know, a couple bucks and, and be done with it. I didn't really think it was going to go anywhere. Um, uh, but but what happened was, um, I, I guess I did. I did. <laughs> I did stuff that that uh, that sold the concept and and uh, got some excitement, um, and then uh, he, I don't know. Again, I would hear from him, you know, for like a you know a week at a time. Uh, there was something big, and then he'd disappear for a while. But then all of a sudden, when Magic Girl came about, he had actually already been working with an artist um, in like South America or something like that. Wow. Um, and and uh, I, I I think I know what happened, but he he's like, well, it was just kind of hard, you know, to uh, the uh, you know communications hard. <laughs> the guys like um, the guys like pesos, and John's like, I don't know what money is, and the guy's yeah, like, well, it's in over. <laughs> uh, I was you know I was always told you know hey you know um, uh, yeah this is you know when this is done this you know uh, you know it's gonna be really you know there's there's gonna be lots of opportunities and people are gonna, you know blah 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 whatever blah blah right. so I, I did a lot of stuff um, uh, up front in the early days uh, for for very little now there there came a point in time when um, his management style or lack thereof started to really frustrate me and we and and listen if you talk to anybody I've ever worked with. The one thing I hope they'll say <laughs> is that I'm I'm pretty easy going. Like I, I don't I don't tend to get uh, terribly um, uh, emotional. I take I take uh, criticism well um, because you know if you pay me money uh, then you, then you have that right. right. Um, with him, however, it got to a point where um, I I started pushing back and I'm like, listen, I am I've just put in you know X amount of hours on this thing and now all of a sudden. You're changing the rules and the games, the game again. Um, you know, it's going to cost more money, and and it's funny because that was a great learning lesson uh, for me. Just branching out into freelance when it happened, uh, not even knowing, um, you know, I guess sort of the uh, uh, the weight uh, and and sort of um, what was going to come out of it. Um, but so so I I really do as much as I have negativity. So John was a great learning experience across the board. Right. Uh, he put me through the ringer. But um, but yeah, it, it, it Magic Girl uh, started off as sketches for the back glass. It uh, by the end of that year, I believe, it turned into ink and color for the back glass. And then literally, it wasn't until the year after that uh, we started on the playfield, which I 
seldom had um, CAD drawings for. Uh, <laughs> right. And and when I did, uh, they tended to change a lot. Um, it's uh, amazing but, too, Jeremy, because when you hear the stories, it's like everything was so secretive, right? NDAs. He wouldn't even let the programmer have the game. It's like everyone was designing with half information, everything they had absolutely. to do. And it was like pulling teeth to just get him to let it go. So that... So we... I think from that point on, right, the story's pretty well documented. What I want to do is jump to the last year of what's happened, and and then I want to talk about Ghostbusters and all the fun stuff that you've been a part of. What what did you do when you heard that American Pinball was going to finish Magic Girl? I think they showed the photos in September, and and they said, we're going to give... Chris from Cointaker, his machine at Expo, and we're going to ship all 25 by the end of the year, and we're going we're gonna to finish the Chinese democracy of pinball known as Magic Girl, where no one else could. Did Were you like, yeah, right? Well, I, I got to be honest with you. I felt something that I don't often feel, and actually what I felt was uh, like this unsettled, almost anger. Uh, I, I don't know why it was like it was like digging up an old wound or something, but I, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, like I know I, I listen. The, the the one thing that is not well documented, and the one thing I don't want to uh, spend a tremendous amount of time talking about, but but the the Pintasia save in uh, everything that went into that, um, you know, that that uh, was difficult for me, and, and I I actually made a difficult decision through the stress of that. I I basically said because you remember they they put up the press release that I was. Gonna artists and right right i i went ahead and i said you know what i, I don't want to be a part of this um i, I just got to get away i don't you know like this this whole end of this ride that <laughs> took place i was looking back on it and i'm going you know what it wasn't it wasn't a tremendous amount of fun all the time and now listen i don't i'm not saying work has to be fun all the time but you right. know what with what i do it can be <laughs> right, right so it so why the be. hell not it should yeah, be yeah, if you're so, working on pinball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm, I, 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 you know, I felt bad. I know that I disappointed, um, you know, probably some people. I know I disappointed uh, Bill, um, and at that point it was just kind of like, whatever. But, but I just, I, I had. Uh, well, I look, had they they came to the same conclusion you came to just a few weeks later, right? I mean, I well, I, I think so. I mean, I, I, I hope, I hope it wasn't because of my absence that it, it pushed in that direction because I mean there's a lot of talented people uh, out right. there who could do stuff better than I can but having said that um, yeah I, I it, it opened an old wound and I was just like uh, you know beside myself a little bit on it um, and then I and then I got and I talked to you about this but then I was like now wait a minute I'm like I, I want I want the people who who got taken on this to be made whole don't get me wrong but the first thought in my mind was, what about all the people who never got paid? What about all the vendors? Right. Uh, you know, this, that, and the other. And and um, I was just like, you know, this is this is a, a ballsy move. Now the other thing, I it made me realize though was, obviously, these guys at American Pinball didn't know what the hell they got themselves into the way <laughs> the way that all came about. So um, at that point, I'm just like, uh, see, you know, I I still wonder about that because. Don't they have the internet? Because if you there's like someone <laughs> someone created a website that's like just oh, johnpapaduke.com and it's like it's, it's like the real unedited version of what went down. And 
and and we know that some of the American pinball people were friends with John, and I, you know, look, there's only so much you're going to believe in him, and you have, if you, even if you just had access to Pinside, and you're starting a pinball company, and you read, you think you'd read that thread before you invest money. So I, I well, tend not- to. Th- I but you just think, answered you just answered the, your own question or your own uh, uh, question. They, I there. think and they in knew. That, I in think that, he he had a friend, and guess what? He's really good at doing. As he's really good at winning your favor and convincing you uh, that the sky is is red when it's blue, and, and that down mm-hmm. is up. And and so I, I honestly my my thought was. You know, he took advantage of, of right. a relationship there, and I could he, be wrong. I, he reminds me of a little bit of the what is it like the Ice Queen in, in the Chronicles of Narnia. Like Turkish delight is his magic girl. Like it's so beautiful that even the most intelligent grown man will approach him in a business sense and see it, fall in love with the machine, and then just believe whatever comes after it in terms of how close it is to being done about how much more work has to go into it, about how much money he needs to finish the project. So he got them on board. They've worked for a year. Now, during that year, that was last January, like a year ago, he, he started working with them. Did, and did John ever contact it? Did he ever contact you during that year with American Pinball where he needed some additional work to be done, maybe to the play field, if, if he was making some changes or to anything with the game? Did he ever reach out? Well, he had, he had reached out uh since the the whole um, fiasco uh, so to speak uh in in uh in death of Pantasia, he had he had reached out a handful of times and um i never responded i i i was again i was frustrated i was a little upset um and before the american pinball thing uh, happened i actually did respond to um, and I was, I was, you know, I was nice. I was like, you know, I hope everything's going well. I hope, you know, family's well, whatever. And then, and then after the American pinball thing, uh, he did reach out, and I, I reached back, and I, I finally, I guess, was was a little bit more honest about my feelings about everything. Um, and uh, and and there was a little bit of a back and forth, um, but never an apology. Uh, it was always uh, an, uh, somebody else's fault or circumstances. Making pinballs uh, hard. Yeah, yeah. That's making, always the line. Pinballs hard. Uh, you know, um, and uh, and so uh, you know, it, it was. I always wanted to think the best of him, and every, like I said, throughout the, the entire process, he would anger me at times. <laughs> he'd, he'd really push things, but but I always was like, you know what? But he's he seems like such a nice guy. Like I think he's his heart's in the right place. Um, but then later on, I go, no, it's not. <laughs> right. And then I go, no, yes, of course it is. And so, so I don't, I don't like drama. I don't like that type of uh, relationship. So, so the best thing for me is actually just not to be around people right. uh, who bring that stuff out. See, I, I feel the same way because I've, I've dealt with John. I would say I've talked to John about thirty times over the last couple of years, and I, I go back and forth in the same way where it's like, yeah, he's not a bad guy, but then I'm like, maybe he is just lying and deceiving because, and I'll just give everyone one example of what it's like dealing with John for years. A couple nights ago, I'm like, John, I need an answer tonight on this thing. Like, you just got to give me an answer tonight. He responds, okay, let's chat about it next week. (laughs) 
And you're just like, I don't get what world we're living in. Like, in any business where you have, like, a very specific ask, and you, from there it goes on to simple things like, is the game done or not? And you'll get an answer like, yes, comma, but there's still some stuff to be done. Of and you're course. like, wait, how is that done? So, anyway, let's talk about, so, look, what, on a, on a, what, pers- what chance do you think we're going to see it? And then we'll move on to when things get good and you hook up with a, a company <laughs> that's making pinball machines. But do you think, let's just, I just want to get your opinion. Do you think we're going to see Magigirl anytime soon? Um, uh, I don't think we'll ever see a playable one. How's that? I think, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be these really cool uh, coffee tables that some people are going to get. <laughs> Um, but I don't know that we'll ever get a playable game. I mean, I could be wrong because here's the thing, and correct me if I'm wrong. And by the way, I don't. I just literally uh, got on Pinside um, the other day and and read about American Pinball and found out that that John's gone on on Houdini, right? Like, right. which yeah. which happened much sooner than I expected. Um, <laughs> right. Um, but but uh, so. So, so that kind of leaves John in a in a situation where maybe he has to fall back on it. I don't know, you know. Well, so. I think what happened. It what, here's my assumption: of what happened quickly with like Houdini and John, they they John was working on Houdini for them as payment. It this 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 is the only logical thing I can think of. He was making Houdini for them, and the, his payment for that work, for designing a John Papadou game, was them building Magic Girl for him. So that's what happened and then they went to expo and they it was clear like they didn't quite have thick enough skin to partner with john and the backlash that they were getting led them to bring joe balser on board now joe balser is another pinball designer who did the simpsons pinball party he actually did was with jersey jack so joe's kind of got this reputation jeremy as like a closer like he he they were gonna they were gonna pair him with john to, to help finish John's Houdini. And then right after Expo, though, what was interesting is all of a sudden, like, and even at Expo, they scrubbed Zidware off of everything. Like, remember the original Houdini cabinet and yeah. artwork had Zidware cabinet logos on it. It had Zidware logos all over the play field. I wonder why. <laughs> well, and I think Sorry. the whole thing is they literally realized the extent of, of John's issues and wanted to distance themselves. And no longer was Balser going to help finish John, he was going to replace John. And so what I think is happening right now is, and this is just my assumption, is that right. John knows he's on borrowed time with these guys, and as long as he doesn't send out Magic Girl, he's still going to be in the spotlight. People are still going to be chasing him down. And I don't think he wants to give up that attention. I think he will hold on to this game and and be buried in all 25 cabinets uh, because without it, once he ships it, I think he loses all of his relevance and and loses his his ability to sit in American Pinball's factory and just tinker on Raza now for the next God knows how long. So, look, I hope it comes out just because I, hope I think Raza that, never comes out. By the way, go on. Well, I just hope <laughs> the people who like, uh, you know, to to your point about the wounds being reopened and American Pinball promising all those Magic Girl people their games. Uh, you, you know, it's almost like telling someone their loved one who they thought was dead is actually alive. Oh no, actually yeah. they're dead. Um, it, I just hope they get their games because of 
the wounds and the pain these people have suffered for like five, six a- years. Absolutely. And, and, and look, I don't think they care if it is a coffee table. I got to be honest. It, it, just to see your work, to, to have a beautiful item that has a story behind it, as long as like the ball goes up, <laughs> it'll be something that'll be a novelty to look at for people. And, and that's that. But we'll see what happens. And I, and I know we were talking before we hit record on this podcast, and I know a little bit about what's going on with American Pinball. And I'll say this. As of today, January 31st, 2017, uh, what I've been told is that the games are done and they're just waiting on a few things to get the games out. Now, I don't, again, like I don't really know what else there is to wait on. I'm sort of at a point now where it's like every little thing could be another holdup for months. And I don't think, you know, it's legal. I just think John is reluctant to like let them go. And, And in his Bally Williams days, he always got to this stage with his games, and they had to physically remove him from the project and get yeah. the games out. And someone needs to do I've that. I've learned that since as well. <laughs> well, and someone needs to do that. And my problem is nobody wants to take accountability or responsibility for that. I don't think American Pinball can do what they're doing and try and sidestep it now at the 11th hour and say, like, hey, we're just, we're just the manufacturers. Like, he contracted us. Bullshit. He's got no money. You yeah, put your money yeah. into it. You've got to you've you've got to take responsibility for this and live up to the promise. And now is not the time for them to pretend like they're a separate entity. And like just because there's not a Zidware logo doesn't mean we can't. You know, we didn't get in bed with Zidware. And every and, and it's just people are not that stupid. Like we're, we're we might make stupid decisions with our money in pinball, and we do all the time. <laughs> but we're not stupid at the core. <laughs> we just make dumb decisions. So. Let's see how this plays out. But the yeah. silver lining in all this is that you got introduced to pinball and Stern, the only real pinball manufacturer out there next to Spooky, that's, that's my opinion, um, found you. Now, now talk about that. Like, did Gary, who reached out to you? Was it Jody? Who, you, get, you get a knock on the door one day. How did they no. sort of reach out to you? Actually, that's no, no, nobody reached out to me. Did this you go is to what's. Them? No, this well, see, this is okay. This someone is had to contact somebody. Well, this is what's interesting. Uh, Dennis Nordman, uh, Dennis Nordman reached out to me on Pinside when I was like, "What the hell's going on with John? He's not, you know, he hasn't paid his invoices and he's not returning my calls." Uh, and and uh, Dennis is like, "Hey, you know, like, you know, just you know, hang in there." He gave me some encouragement, and then he's like, um, "Oh, and by the way." If you're interested, I've got this small little thing that I'm working on if you want to uh, do some artwork for it, right? And I'm like, well, sure, if you're not, you know, J-pop 2.0. Right. Um, still not convinced. No, anyway. I'm, <laughs> but uh, And so um, Dennis and I uh, hit it off. Um, uh, we, we actually uh, um, uh, had a lot of things in common uh, geographically, as far as um, I used to live near his uh, childhood home um, in in uh, Ohio and, and uh, some other things. Uh, but anyway, uh, to make it short, I started working on on uh, this uh, project with him, which is sort of pinball related. And I'm heard, I, I heard it might actually see the light of day uh, this year. Who knows? But so I had started on that. Um, and um, is this the new Elvira game? Is this? Is this? I mean, that's the rumor. Did you? No, you gonna... no, no. I don't know anything about that. Okay. Um, this, this is uh, is is um, 
I don't know. I can't say anything about it. Uh, it's not Elvira or anything of that sort. Um, okay, we'll leave it uh, at but, that. But but it but it but it was uh, you know it's it's um, it was an interesting project. Uh, it was fun, and I start and I actually I, I started that with him. I, I think I'd even completed uh, the back glass uh, and everything. Um, at the at one point, and he's like, you know what? I need to I need to uh, introduce you to, to Greg uh, Stern, and I'm like, uh, sh- whatever you say, sure. You know, like I was kind of like still a little gun shy over everything, but you know, I was working on, you know, working with Dennis was like working on you know sort of a, a, a small little indie project. It felt uh, much more manageable, and, and uh, then you know, working with J-pop was just sort of this weird schizophrenic thing and right. and you know Den- Dennis uh, uh, was was you know very easy uh, to work with He's so it was refreshing guy. to work with our normal human being again it was so <laughs> so when he made when he made the recommendation of going uh, you know to, to meet Greg uh, for for lunch and and uh, you know just kind of like uh, making an intro and everything um, I, w- I was like well yeah sure why not um, and so we did. It uh, turns out that uh, you know Greg uh, is is a super cool guy. Actually, really down to earth, uh, funny guy. Laughed at at least sixty percent of my jokes. Right. Um, and this is real this laugh. is Greg Ferris, right? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I should, I, I just, Ar- I just, artist, <laughs> artist extraordinaire at Stern, Greg Ferris. Oh, absolutely. Greg, Greg, Greg is a, Greg is a great guy, and, and uh, you can thank him uh, for getting me into Stern, and you can also thank him um, for um, I think the end results on Ghostbusters because he was he was just fantastic um, at um, uh, encouraging me and and uh sort of just you know like I, I that that project went so quick and smooth, but i'm getting ahead of myself so anyway so i right. talked to greg um and you know we hit it off we have a good time um and and uh we stayed in contact uh here and there and and i just expressed to him i said well listen greg i said you know i, I realize what this is this is about you know like as far as um you know uh the whole uh, pinball undertones of, of why we're even talking. I said, and I'll just tell you right now um, that uh, you know if if you guys ever had anything, um, uh, if I'm going to go ahead and, and actually do this uh, pinball thing again, um, I I will I would definitely uh, want to do it with you guys because of the fact that I actually want to see one of these fucking machines made. Right. Um, and and uh, and and it, I mean not not so much in those terms, but essentially that's kind of the the conversation uh, that was had. So I just let him know, um, and he knew at that time I had actually been contacted by um, uh, probably at that time maybe four different companies. Um, pinball and, companies. And, yeah, pinball companies. And and uh, I mean, there's that, there's only like four other companies out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, okay. Okay, I had I had been talking uh, with with uh, Jersey Jack. I had been talking with Andrew from Highway. Um, I had some talks uh, with um, some some others that I won't I won't, I won't name because I I feel like they weren't very nice in the end uh, when I said sorry. I got other things you know to do. Who's left? Uh, <laughs> some some that involve um, new and exciting technology. Uh, oh. Would have been if it came out years ago. Anyway, no, that's mean. That's I didn't mean to say that. that way. I mean, I, I've been, I've been saying the same thing. It's all right. <laughs> so but, that's interesting because uh, we talked about that. Like, I just want to stop there for a second. So, like, 
you, you see Stern, you've had a nice conversation with Greg. You know, you're talking to Andrew Highway, t- talking to Jack. It's, it's no surprise. I mean, when people saw your work, it, it, was a re- it, it reawakened. I think it, it's not even like a reawakening. I think it showed people for the first time ever how beautiful a pinball machine could be. Because in all honesty, Jeremy, and I don't say this just because you're my guest, but it, the work you did was more beautiful than, than anything that had really come before and anything that people – and, and the current artwork that people were getting when you, when you popped on the scene was shit. It was shit. It was drag-and-drop Photoshop shit. And so there you are in yes. demand <laughs> – and look, we, I've said it. I'm like, a Zombie Yeti alien pinball machine would sell out day one. Zombie Yeti on, dialed in, different story with the collector's edition than it is now. So you, you, you pick Stern. Did you pick him because you're like, look, I'm, I don't want to get burned again or be tied up in a, in a long, arduous process. I want a company that ships game. And is that, was that the deciding factor or was it just the relationship was just strong there? Well, it was it was a combination of the two. I mean, uh, you know, I, I was you know my my and I, I you know I don't know that I can talk about my talks with with the other companies, but uh, my talks with them, you know, like I liked uh, I liked some things that I was hearing, and in other things, I was just a little you know like eh, I don't know, um, and and it just came down to um, you know when I met Greg and I had felt so comfortable. I had been working with Dennis and talking with him, you know, for at that point a couple months. Um, I just, you know, I don't know. Greg, Greg, like I say, Greg, uh, I, I like that guy. Um, he, he is, he's, um, while he's, you know, a consummate prof- professional at the same time, uh, he's just like a down to earth, easygoing guy. Um, and, and so for me, uh, Relationships are more important. Um, if I don't click with a with somebody, if I, if I'm not going to enjoy working with somebody, um, I'm not going to give the best work. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not going to try. I'm just saying that the the flow is going to be different. Um, and and uh, I would argue uh, all the stuff I did with John was successful despite it because I was um, looking at it as an opportunity for me. Um, to figure out uh, my space uh, because somebody was paying me to draw stuff, right? Right. right. Uh, because at that time I wasn't doing it. But but um, I would also say, as a side note, uh, that Raza got to the point after it, after Ben left and it went through a billion iterations, and all of a sudden we're like, he's like, I'm playing Robbie the Robot. Um, <laughs> I'm like, are you what? Something like Robbie the Robot? No, no, Robbie the Robot. But anyway, um, and and so it, I would argue that that one it came to a point towards the end when I finally told my told my wife I said like I give up. There's no way I can take what he's telling me to do and make it unique or interesting. And by right. the way, as as an artist or, or legal <laughs> with what he was well, asking. No, listen, I figured he'd he'd work that one out. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but but my my whole thing is. Um, when when your identity when your your uh, viability in the market is based on um, someone's need for you, um, why in the hell do I want to do anything that anyone else could be hired to do, like right. stylistically? Right. So I've always and this is just I mean part of it's just you know uh, pigheadedness. Like I, when I grew up, like I would I got a lot of friends who are like oh yeah I used to I used to draw uh, like trace comics and, and shit like that. Like 
I I refused to ever look at anything while I was drawing. I never wanted to be influenced, right? Right. Um, because I thought if I can't figure it out on my own, then uh, you know I I I, won't, I just can't do it. Type right. Of thing. That's Which amazing. actually is, is kind of bad though too. In hindsight, like I'm, I'm like you know, I, I'm, I I understand now. Like in college, we'd have these stupid things like we'd have to you know, paint uh, like masters. Uh, you know, like I'll figure out how the masters did this and, and right. replicate. I'm like, what the fuck do I need to do? Jeremy, do you find? Do you find like when you're working though? And this, that's an interesting point you bring up because when you're working with a theme, let's say like Ghostbusters, and I want to get back to how you got when you heard Ghostbusters was the title. But when you're recreating a theme, people recognize right the the human beings, the characters, the scenes. Do you do you find like there is pressure to try and get what you create to be as close visually to what people remember versus what you're conjuring up as your imagination of what those things are? So well, like, basically, what I'm asking is like, are you looking at Bill Murray like when you're drawing Bill Murray, or you're just kind of like, yeah, yes and no. Yeah, I mean, it starts that way. Um, it starts that way. Like you, you really kind of study things, and 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 I would and I would argue the early versions of of the Ghostbusters stuff uh, was was really like you know I was like oh well we'll we'll do it like Mondo you know and like literally just sort of do exact still frame likenesses right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, that's not fun. <laughs> right. I'm like, it looks stiff. It looks boring. Um, uh, and what happened was Ghostbusters, even though they were working on that that uh, a fantastic reboot for all the people who liked it, or that horrible reboot for the people who didn't like it, um, uh, they the Ghostbusters licensors really had nothing and didn't really care. Uh, so they gave us a lot of leeway. Um, and, and things, uh, you know, got to the point where I would, you know, sort of throw sketches, uh, to Greg, uh, Greg would pass them by the team. Um, and it was just like, you know, everything was clicking. Right. Uh, so that, that one went, went really quick, really fast. I think all three packages, uh, from inception to, to final art, uh, about three, three, maybe four months, and that wasn't. You know, I mean, that was. You know, there were still holidays involved. What was what was your reaction when you heard it was going to be Ghostbusters? Oh well, what happened was Greg, Greg finally emails me and, and he's like, "Well, I think I might might, might have something for you." And uh, and and the next line was, I, "I need you to do a sketch of Bill Murray," um, and I I instantly responded uh, in all caps, "It better fucking." Uh, he he did not respond. He's like me. it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, I was like, well, that would have been okay too. It's <laughs> great movie. Not the same, but it, but interesting. What about um, Bob? <laughs> so you have to do the same shot over and over again. Huh? Right. That, that actually be that actually be, that'd be great. Yeah. Ned Niederlander <laughs> mode yeah, again. It's it's, it's it's meta pinball. Um, anyway, um, so so uh, <laughs> um. Uh, I think it was that next Monday, or, or I don't know. Maybe I did it. Maybe I did some sketches over over that weekend. But that next Monday, uh, um, I got you know the sketches. I think they they put them out there before. It was like uh, Rick Moranis, uh, Dan Aykroyd, um, and Bill Murray, and and again they were you know pretty spot on. And and uh, and actually that Rick Moranis that I did for that uh, sketch, I ended up um, at the last second uh, getting into the uh, uh, the the center sticker at the bottom with uh, mm-hmm. on the apron, 
and I, I, <laughs> I, I, that, I was like, I was like, uh, oh, I still got some, I still got space here. I'm like, son of a bitch, I can finally get this. <laughs> um, but the, uh, yeah, and, and so uh, they sent them off to the licensor, and they're like, yeah. And so um, I was uh, asked to come in and uh, met with uh, Greg and, and uh, George, and, and they um, <clears throat> sort of uh, took me through, you know. The contract and, and uh, you know how everything works and um, so it, it's fun. It's fun. Can I say this is yeah. fun? And this is I don't think I don't think I get in trouble for this. But <laughs> what's funny is is uh, everything went so quickly on that project and like I'm I'm like the new guy, right? And I don't know what the hell's going on. And you you remember when the whole leak thing happened and everything? Yep. Yep. Oh, I was I was blamed. Like it's like totally like it was me. It was me. And I'm like hey, guys, like first off, that was like that was like the first. Uh, pass on color just to sort of get the vibe going, and the inks weren't even final and everything. And and, uh, and I'm like, I'm like, seriously, guys, you don't know me very well because if I was going to leak something, it would have been something that looked good, right. like <laughs> right. like this. This was this, and actually, uh, they they I think they later found out uh, it was like one of the vendors or something. I forget what it was, but anyway, it's always the short, vendors. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, it's somebody who got excited and was like, oh, look at this, and showed them. Right, it's all it takes. Yeah, but um, but it was one of those things where um, uh, uh, I actually did not even get um, other than uh, sort of an initial uh, payment to get started. I did not even invoice for anything until it was completely done, um, which which is <laughs> which is weird. But it's because it went uh, it went so quickly um, uh, when it did. And, and you, it you know, just, I look I. We, I think Ghostbusters artwork is just incredible, and you must have been over the moon when you saw the response to it and how quickly. I think it, I think it's, and we never know with Stern because they don't tell us, but I think it's the quickest selling, most pre-orders flying in game in the history of Stern Pinball. Well, that's funny. They told they told me that it it hurt them so badly that I had to actually give back money on the next one. <laughs> no, no, no uh, I don't. You don't, I, don't know those, I don't know those numbers either. But I've, I've, I, I know the one to, the the first time I went in after it had it had uh, you know launched and, and sort of been on sale. Uh, one of the one of the uh, sales guy and I'll, keep in mind I'm terrible with names, but one of the sales guys like came up to me and like it, he was almost like you know like just like oh thank you so much, <laughs> made my job so easy. like and he was like I mean he was like legitimately like just like really thankful and I'm just like right. Man, you must have a rough life. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, like you're giving the sales guys gold with a machine like that. So let me before we there's there's one yeah, thing I want to. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. Like I, everybody. No, on the it. game was the game. Yeah, the game. It was a full package. I mean, yeah. minus the lack of LCD, which I still think pains me that they didn't start it with I, Ghostbusters. You know what? I'm actually happy they didn't. In 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 hindsight, now there was a period of time when it was possible. Um, I, I think it was it was considered. I don't know that. I'm just I'm conjecture, just just based on it. But but I was actually really happy that it wasn't, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, I, you lose real estate, and I would have had to reformat all those uh, backlights. Wow. <laughs> good point. Well, look, I love Stern. I'm still pissed that they didn't give you a freaking LE. They gave you a pro, a damn pro. I paid for my pro, and you paid for your pro. What what is that about? <laughs> I gotta, uh, I gotta be your agent, Jeremy. Moving forward, okay. I've, I've told you this all the time. I'm like, what are you doing? I can negotiate. I I'm like just, at I'm Weber Shamwick, I pay people like 
six grand to make a PowerPoint deck for a presentation that doesn't even get executed. Like you know, I I know PowerPoint really well. <laughs> all right, you're in. You're in. Well, let me ask no, you a question. When you design yeah. the playfield, how does it work? Did does Trudeau give you the final Whitewood cat and then you start so you're not like making alterations, or do you work together as he's putting stuff down? What's that like? Well, I'll say the way it worked on Ghostbusters is a little different than uh, the the current one that I'm on, and and part of that is because when I came into Ghostbusters, uh, I think they were a little further along. Now, having said that, the CAD that I originally had um, up where the book stack is was uh, that whole area was a little bit different. There was no book stack. Um, uh, I think there were some some drop targets and some other stuff up there, um, and and so I. Uh, I start very broad, and and actually, what's funny is the one thing I, I just stuck in my my head was um, Greg telling me that um, you know like uh, yeah no uh, George and I think uh, you know this, the the backlash stuff that you did with with uh, J pop uh, was, was 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 great, um, but uh, playfields suck, <laughs> and I'm like. So, so like, I was really concerned about the playfield. So I, I, I told Greg up front all along. I'm like, listen, don't, you know, just don't let me get by. You know, just stay on me. If, if you know something is is not working, let me know. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. right. And and whether he he uh, he, you know, was just being nice, or, he, or 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 somehow he he used some sort of mind control, and I didn't realize he was guiding me more than he was. He actually was just very supportive. And as a matter of fact, I still remember the day that I turned, I, I shot him the, uh, uh, the the almost finished color version of the playfield, and he had seen sketches. But my sketch, listen, my sketches are nothing like the final. Like it's sort of like this is sort of the idea I'm thinking of. And then as I get in, um, I start making uh, more educated uh, decisions based on you know certain things that that I'll see happening as I'm trying to balance everything. And he he got back to me, um, and I think I think the word he used, and I can't I can't remember now, but uh, was uh, stunning. And I was like, oh shit! It's like either he's he's like you know like uh, <laughs> either either he's he's pulling my leg here, and he's gonna be like uh, stunning shit, you know, like you know followed up with something else. But well, but um, but then I was like, when I realized that he actually was like really liked it, I'm like, oh, that's that's great. Yeah, well, you got to remember. I mean, this guy's looking down a row, and he's seeing CSI, he's seeing ACDC, <laughs> he's seeing like Mustang, and then he sees Ghostbusters. Of course, it's stunning. No, it's a. Ama- it was amazing, and I think the the response from the fans and the community must have been overwhelming. Now, how did you feel? Because Ghostbusters, we can't deny that it had a rocky launch with all the quality control issues and was that like painful to see your baby right coming out everyone's excited and then all of a sudden there's just like clear code issues and ghosted inserts and all the moaning and groaning that we know you know pinside is so famous for was it a little like disheartening to see the launch sort of have such a well tumultuous launch well, okay, I'll, I'm going to be completely honest. So, when the leak happened of of the, the backlash, the early backlash, um, like uh, I, re- <laughs> I read, I read uh, the response, and it wasn't kind. 
Right. Uh, you know, like like uh, uh, I think one of my favorite was uh, was uh, referring to the Down syndrome jokes, <laughs> uh, which 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 to this day I, I absolutely love. But so so um, but having said that, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh shit, when this thing drops, it's gonna be you know down syndrome ghostbusters this that and the other so i only paid attention the day that it dropped that's the only day that i got on and i looked and i'm like okay well overall people seem to be pretty happy and then i i left right uh i did not go back to pinside i did not know about the quality issues until uh much later um i got my machine um i want to say it was maybe mid-march early march um and I've never had issues. And now I don't know if they went out of their way to make sure that I had a good one. I don't know. But um, <laughs> but I never had any issues. And so when I started seeing that stuff, I don't think I was aware of it until uh, summer. Right. Some point in the summer. Well, um, it's, it's I think Pinside Riot, and this has happened with Batman. It's happened with every recent Stern launch. Is, you know, a few people might have some issues. And and right. and. I really liked when you came into the the Batman thread, and we're just like, look, like we're, you're working for Stern, and it it does amaze me that they're the only company that consistently ships people pinball machines based on their favorite themes in a timely manner, in a way that where no one's ever lost money, right? So you start there, right. and right. the amount of vitriol they get by a, a very small minority of people who may have issues, I think is just uncalled for and i get it if you have problems you know go to the company and 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 from what we've seen from stern's response to individuals with problems they they handle those people i mean there's that yeah. one guy kpg gary stern reached out to him personally and was like D- deal with me i own this company or i'm right. you know I'm, I'm the president there's a board of directors now and and instead of doing that you know you got these people who they care more about their forum sort of popularity and riling up the mob than they do about acting like adults and getting their problem fixed, which leads me to believe that some of these individuals are never happy. They're never satisfied, and they live in that dark world. Yeah, well, I've got an anecdote, but first I have to make uh, my joke that popped into my head when I heard you saying that, describing it was, welcome to 2017. Anyway. (laughs) I know, right? No, that's that's not Welcome to Facebook. uh, (laughs) Welcome to the, the internet. But no, um, no. Uh, anecdotally, I had a, I had a, a, a gentleman. I believe it was a gentleman. I don't know. Could have been a, could have been a lady. Could have been anybody. Now, nowadays, you never know. Uh, on on uh, Instagram, uh, who would just pop in if I ever posted anything pinball related. And by the way, I'm not a, I'm not a huge like. I use Instagram and stuff like that. Like I would love to share uh, more stuff. Um, you know. Uh, while at the same time, I hate sharing stuff because, like, um, like I like sharing stuff. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, like, I'm not a very social person. Like, if you notice, I, I don't think I've got. I mean, there may be like one picture of me or two pictures of me in my entire Instagram. Mm-hmm. But who the hell wants to see me? Um, uh, but listen, if I was at a protest, I'd make sure my mug was in it. <laughs> anyway, that's Instagram for you. But um, so, uh, but uh, <laughs> but there's this one individual who would pop in ever since the game. Oh yeah, but if only Stern would do this and Stern would do that, and it was always referring to you know the ghost. Like I think they, they would make jokes about. It. Um, and if you're out there, thanks, buddy or ma'am. 
uh, uh, and they would make these comments and, and about you know like well they fixed the play fields and stuff like that. So I finally like he did it uh, you know not too long ago. I finally with our sheet. And uh, not too long ago, and I said, uh, I said, uh, well, listen, I, you know, I can, I'll do what I can to help you out. You know, um, what's your issue? And they're like, oh no, I, my, mine was taken care of. And right. It's like, <laughs> it's like well, why yeah. are you still bitching? And, and no one I mean, will like, say, well, but they never. That. See, here's the thing. I look at it like this: five people have bad playfields out of like a thousand, and they talk every day, every thirty seconds about it. the nine. 195 people who have great play fields don't ever say anything. They just enjoy the game and they go on. Yeah. And, and that's that's sort of like form mentality. Well, listen, listen here's, the, here's the thing people don't think about too. So this is a business, right? Like this is a business. And, and uh, um, do you think Stern, number one, uh, had control or made the call to allow that in? Because they don't they don't produce those ads, right? No. But can they can they can they publicly call out the problem if it's if it's a vendor or supplier who supplies stuff? Well, no, you can't do that, right? Like that's that's stupid. Um, the other thing is, do you think Stern, <laughs> honestly, making a living at selling pinball, wants to put shit out to people? No, I mean it's 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 ludicrous and ridiculous to me the way people you know like in their mind, you, everybody wants to hate uh, hate on um, you know the the uh, whoever's popular, right? They think. Right. Whatever. Um, you know, like, listen, I don't, I, 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 I'm a hypocrite because I don't like Justin Bieber. Anyway. <laughs> no, but like, uh, look, if, if, if tomorrow Stern went away and was just like, you know what, fuck all you spoiled assholes, like, we're, we're, we're closing up shop and making, making like slot machines, right? If they just did that tomorrow, these guys would beg scream, start GoFundMes to raise millions to get Stern making games again because the other side of the coin is nothing but years of waiting for for games to drop. And let's talk about that. So because I, I think you made the right decision, right? So what is I and I don't want I you know what I always say this. I, I love the fact, Jeremy, that you don't go in and critique and badmouth other projects by other companies, by other artists, even though you yourself have taken arrows from individuals that are much less talented than you. <laughs> it is, it is, you're a class guy, a classy, classy guy, right? And I think everyone appreciates that. Um, what are your thoughts? You don't have to like name games or name names. Like, do you think pinball finally recognizes the power of art? in a way that it hadn't previously to you and Donnie really showing Stern that like hand-drawn art was what pinball always used to be. We're finally getting back there. And now the future uh, is looking better than ever because you guys have shown the value that a really beautiful hand-drawn game will bring in terms of sales, in terms of, you know, basically popularity and, and getting more people into pinball. Well, I think uh, that all sounds great, uh, and I'd love to be able to uh, claim, you know, one percent of, of any of that. But, uh, but no, I don't think so. I mean, I think, I, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of factors uh, that go into it. I mean, I, you know, if if uh, by me, um, you know, trying to do a good job that inspired other people to uh, try to do a good job. Uh, then obviously they were slacking before. Right? Right. I, I think you're. I think you're too humble. I'll say why. If Ghostbusters was Photoshop 
movie images of those actors dragged and dropped, no way. No way it sells what it sells with, with the art that you put on it. And I, I'm not just saying this because you're a guest. I, I would, I would, I would, I, I'll tell guests what I think, you know, they're wrong or <laughs> I will kiss their asses. So let's talk about, because we were talking a little bit about this on Facebook, because now there is a new medium with LCDs, right? Sure. And, and Stern implementing them. And talk about how, and we, you know, we had some conversations around how you want to see art implement it more and the potentials of that LCD to sort of, bring the artwork and the overall aesthetic of the game together more than just throwing DVD clips in or, or TV clips or movie clips into the LCD. What, what, what is your like dream to see that LCD become when it, when, as it gets integrated more into pinball? Well, I, I mean, you know, my, my biggest thing, I, I think uh, I made, I made the joke uh, that um, it's going to be actually harder because of the LCD uh, for people like myself to do you know, something like Ghostbusters, because in my opinion, if, if you're going to be using actual movie clips, uh, legitimate movie clips, um, then hell, I just go ahead and, and, uh, you know, do all the arts, um, uh, you know, the Photoshop way or, or go ahead and, uh, get someone like, uh, you know, Franchi to go ahead and do it. I mean, I think Batman, uh, in my opinion, part of the reason why it, it, it works in the route that it took uh, with, with um, the LCD is because of the fact that um, you know the artwork doesn't um, break out of the mold of what you see in that LCD. Right. So, and, and again, this is this is just me thinking out loud. I don't know this. I mean, <laughs> I have no knowledge. I'm just saying. It seems to me like um, you know, for me, if I have a property where we don't have that, um, I'm, I'm ha- I think I'd be happier. Um, right. And 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 what I would like to see is uh, the aesthetic of of the artist uh, coming through, you know, a hundred percent on whatever goes into that. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm, my background is in uh, is in animation uh, and whatnot, so I'm I'm actively uh, seeking to to help as much as possible with. But I mean, they've got a talented, great great crew there, um, uh, you know, right now and. and uh, Steve Bannon. I mean, uh, Chuck. Uh, by the way, he looks just like Steve Bannon. He does. He does. Are you anyway. are you are you pushing to do on the game you're working on now? Are you saying, hey guys, like let's let me also do some more work for the LCD? It's it's just it would be that much I'm making, better. I know. I told him I, I'm making myself available. I said, listen, anything you guys need. Um, I, I realize that this is, I mean, here's the thing that I don't think uh, from a business standpoint, um, people, uh, you know, who buy these, uh, some people consider it, some don't, but, um, you know, this is, this is adding more cost, right? Especially if uh, you're not uh, just using pre-existing uh, media, but here's the thing about that pre-existing media, guess what? Those companies, they go ahead and you have to pay them. Pay, yeah, you have to pay right, them. Right. So, so it might, in the end, it might be a wash between the two uh, approaches. But my goal is, um, I want to help uh, in any way I can because I want there to be consistency, and I want to uh, try to, if I can, um, you know, push things um, where they can be pushed. And, th- and that's, and, and that's completely selfish. Cause keep in mind, I'm only as good as the last thing I did, uh, as far as hiring goes. Uh, but, but I, I mean, listen, I, I don't, this, this is a, 
you know, this is a big undertaking, right? Like this is a this is a huge, um, you know, uh, it, it, the, the well is deep um, in in regards to uh, pinball and the love for it, and and it's got so much history and so much um, writing on it. I don't want to be the guy who just phones it in, right? Because I realize this is a fleeting opportunity. I mean, this could be gone. And I may never, I mean, like, honestly, when I got done with Ghost, what I said all along during Ghostbusters was, if this is the only pin I do that gets released, I'll be happy. And that was right. my goal throughout. Um, well, and it shows. And I think, you know, whether or not pinball survives as a, as a, as a you know, a new manufactured inbox item that is available forever is up, is up in the air, right? But we know that these games will remain collectibles and in people's homes and pieces of artwork for decades to come. So I think you have to feel proud, right? Knowing that your Ghostbusters is going to live in homes in thousands of homes around the world for many, many years to come. And I also, if you look at, I'm not seeing a lot of Ghostbusters LEs come up for sale. Yeah. I'd like to have that. one. Yeah, you should. There's one on eBay. You know, I have to say this, Jeremy. I mean, don't blame me, but I actually flipped mine. I had one for fifteen hundred dollars more than I paid, just because Click. I didn't have room. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flipper. You know, I'm, I'm a greedy no, bastard. I don't, I don't um, well, Jeremy, what's um? I'm trying to think. Like in terms of your next project, are we going to see it? You think this year or next year? You don't have to talk about details because I know you can't share that stuff. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't make those calls. I know uh, there's a lot of other stuff that's in the pipeline that's probably a lot further along. Right. Um, uh, so I don't. I, I, I wouldn't even begin to speculate. I will tell you this, though. I will tell you this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know. I, nobody told me I could. Um, but I am gonna tell you that. Uh, so I was. Uh, I was at Stern last week. And I got to play things, uh, some really interesting things. That's all I'll say. Oh, you <laughs> that's my teeth. No, no, listen. I, so you I, just told us that you played Star Wars. That's all. That's what you're just telling us. And like, oh, that's not true. That's oh, not true. it is true. Oh, okay, was it Pulp Fiction or was it Jaws? Because come on. <laughs> oh, I wish. Man, I wish they were. Playing. So what? What's your? Let me ask you two things. One is. Do they bring you on to consult with other stuff they're doing? So, like, Star Wars, Worst Kept Secret in the World, if they're working on stuff artistically, do they... Listen, do... I can tell you right now, I ha I do not think they're working on Star Wars, but go on. All right, I'll bet you. I'll bet you a Ghostbusters LE that Stern comes out with Star Wars. How about that? If you, if I win, well, I get listen, nothing, it's, but... It's a, a I... great it's a great license. <laughs> uh, I mean... All right, if well, they can this, come out this, with one movie a year... The second... No. The second question I have is, what what would be your dream theme? Um, if if Stern was like, look, Jeremy, you've made us a, a cool million. We want you to just do what you'd want to do, regardless of how niche it is. In a world where we get like Rob Zombies and you know other niche titles like Lebowski, what what would be like your dream theme if you could make yourself a pinball machine? You can't do this to me. You can't. You can't ask me this. You can't put me on the spot. Are you uh, doing any, it right any, now? I mean, I'm <laughs> anything I put anything I put out there is going to be. Um, li listen, I, I have one. Uh, a few people know it. Um, I will never speak it aloud. 
My Little Pony. And, and, and I probably will never be able to do it either. So there you go. Um, right. Mine would I, be Big Trouble in Little China. Make it somebody. I, I do th- actually, I think Big Trouble in Little China would be amazing. Um, there's no question. Um, I would if if that were offered to me, um, I would jump on it in, in a heartbeat. Um, right. But but the one but I have you got to keep in mind, I have very strange taste, and so what what would be a dream pin for me would not sell. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's not you know. But but having said that, uh, it doesn't mean that. Uh, you're like, all I want to do is make the sequel to Full Throttle. This time it's going to fly off the shelves. No. Um, well, oh, look. I take cheap oh, shots on this awful. show. No, no, no. Listen, no. Listen, look, I would, look. I, I do want to let you in on a little secret. Uh, we are uh, J-Pop uh, contacting me. We're retheming Magic Girl as a Predator. <laughs> uh, I think you're going to be pretty uh, I said, like, all they should do is American Pinball should have just bought 25 WWE fully populated playfields and dropped them into the magic girl cabinets and just like <laughs> shipped them and been like it's called magic girl wrestling everybody here you go <laughs> like fuck you guys um well jeremy i really appreciate this anything else i want to have you back on in the future i think stuff you know more stuff will go on and i'd love to just get your opinion as more games come out what you think of the art packages but what i didn't want to do is like you know put you on the spot to critique other people's work because again i I don't think that gets us anywhere. I think you know all that bickering about art will will ultimately be determined by customers. If they like it, they'll buy it. If they don't, it won't sell. And I think art does play, even though you don't think so. I think the artistic and visual beauty of a pinball machine, along with theme, is roughly 60 to 70% of why people rush to go get these things before they're even announced or available. So I well, think the leak on Ghostbusters, your leak, is why it was sold out before they even announced it. I don't. Well, I maybe it was. Was it okay? Well, let's. Hey, take credit. Stern, start leaking shit. Yeah. No, um, no. Exactly. Listen, uh, my 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 whole thing is that's that's my space, right? Like, uh, if I always I always uh, tell like when people ask me like, well, what do you do for? Well, listen, I, I've only been doing this. Uh, seven years now actually like making a living uh doing uh, art uh you know um wholeheartedly um and and uh i always you know i get asked by people like how do you get noticed or how do you do this and i'm like i'm like listen i said you know at the end of the day there's a lot of different uh avenues to take but the biggest thing i can say the biggest piece of advice i can give anybody who wants to be an artist is only put out your best work and the work you want to do more of. because there's times when listen i've done i i did when i the first year i was freelancing i did a bunch of merchandise for katie lane listen i'm not knocking katie lane don't get me wrong right but do you want to see zombie yeti katie lane stuff i've been uh, waiting for that my whole life <laughs> it was it was mostly uh design uh not a lot of illustration um and 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 it's one of those things where it's like you know, I've I've got to work with a lot of uh, a lot of interesting uh, you know clients, uh, but but uh, um, at the end of the day, my goal is always to try to do the uh, take the jobs that will excite me, where I know like I can really knock it out of the park, right. I can do something that I can show. Um, and and it's been an adjustment with with the whole you know pinball stuff. I mean, I I worked under NDAs, not being able to show stuff for a long time. 
Um, but at the same time with the pinball stuff, it's like, it's all consuming because I don't just uh, phone it in. I want to actually do something uh, right. worthwhile because I do see the longevity. I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to see something sticking around when, you know, like uh, I'm 41 and I look back on it. Sixty, and I look back on it, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh god, right. But but yeah. but Jeremy, what you're saying is like great advice for anyone who's in, in really almost in in any profession. It's like you are building oh, your brand, and your brand is going to be defined by you by the quality of your work, and especially in a creative industry. I like to think of myself a little bit in a creative industry. Is I work with my best friends, and we do a very certain type of marketing, and that's and we love doing it, and it's all we do. When people come to ask me to do sure. other things, I'm not good at. I I say no because I don't want you to come to Chris, yes. and I, I drop the ball on something that I don't even fucking like or want to do. So, and and, well, and that's it's great. Of collaboration too, right? Like if if you can leave your ego on the door for the for the greater good and and collaborate and know that listen I'm I'm the I'm the good one at this role I'm the expert at this role you're the expert at that role I relegate right. to you but right. you collaborate and actually work together god forbid like a government should right see look I got well and that's why I work at a big agency and that's why John needs to work for a big pinball company is because I know my weaknesses are all the other things that need to happen to make a good marketing campaign get off the ground same way he should have known that the only way to get his vision into a machine that makes it is to be surrounded by people who do all the other work he doesn't want to do. And I think you're at the right company. I think everyone's excited because we know that your projects will see the light of day. Um, so, Jeremy, I really want to thank you for taking the time. I mean, we're about a little bit over an hour, but this has been great. And I, and I want to do this again sometime in the near future. Um, I, I know we could sort of riff... Uh, for a while on on this fun topic, but well, I, I think I speak for all of my listeners when I say we just can't wait to see the next Zombie Yeti Stern masterpiece. It, listen, it's 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 an undertaking because number one, uh, I've got uh, I've got uh, Ghostbusters uh, is like my watermark, um, uh, and and uh, you know there, there's other aspects of of uh, what I'm, I'm working on that that make it even more challenging. So. Um, I took uh, it as a challenge. I knew it wasn't going to be an easy. It wasn't right. going to be an easy ride, and and um, uh, I did that for a reason because, um, well, number one, I wanted to work with JT. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I I I love uh, his um, his his ability to think beyond the limitations that are set. On um, and, and when I say that, I just mean like, you know, there, there are certain things, you know, the, the Magnus lings, things like that, that it's like some people are like, I don't know, it's not a good idea. Maybe you shouldn't try this. And, and, um, you know, he takes, he takes chances. Now, when you take chances, um, you know, sometimes, uh, it doesn't always pay off and people don't necessarily appreciate it. Um, but I'm that type of guy as well. So, um, I, I appreciate that. And right. that's you know, well, just, I also think I, I'm like, excited for the whole team on this. Yeah, and and competition, even internally, right? Because Dirty Donnie's Aerosmith just crushed it. I love that art package. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. So, Donnie, Donnie's great. Donnie's and great. and you guys on some subliminal, maybe not subliminal level, will push each other to keep doing better work. I mean, it's just the nature of of talented people in an organization, all striving to make the best they can possibly make at that moment in their life. So I, we're excited. 
it's going to be fun. No, no, I, I appreciate that, and I'm, I'm, I hope I don't uh, mess up. Yeah, so don't if fuck I, it up. <laughs> if I do, if I do it, uh, just in advance, um, I apologize. Um, and, but just remember Ghostbusters, right? That one worked. Exactly. Well, you should just like leak like really <laughs> shitty like versions of the game first. That been like, I really fell in love with like Photoshop drag and drop guys, and I hope you do too. <laughs> just be like, here it is. Well, well, you know, and actually, I know we weren't gonna get on, but you know, the the other the other week on Inside, I, I, I posted a little a little jokey joke uh, in regards to the whole uh, you know Jody Alt account thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I was in last Wednesday. I told Jody, I'm like, you know, we should totally uh, do like a nice little like uh, video of us being in the same room together, shaking hands. And I thought it'd be great to do it split screen. So like literally, um, as our hands cross the split, it's like other people's hands uh, shaking, and they don't match. <laughs> this looks terrible. Like I thought, oh, that'd be fun. But uh, but. I'm not a- Man, if I was Jody, like honestly, if I was Stern, I I wish I could be on their marketing team and just troll the fuck out of the, all the pin side hysteria. <laughs> it's so much fun. Listen, it's like, can, can I just say something though to, to all the people out there, uh, the lovers and the haters. Um, I, I've, I've worked for a lot of, of, um, uh, companies in my life. I've, I, I've worked with some, uh, back in the whole dot com, uh, days, I worked with some real yeah, great guys. Uh, not in a good way, but um, and and I everyone that I work with directly at Stern and everyone I've met has uh, been fantastic and is is um, you know wants nothing but the best products. Um, I don't understand, uh, you know. Well, I do understand. It's you know it's easier to bitch about something than it is to praise it. So, um, but but uh, I, I I sincerely just know uh, that uh, I actually I, I thoroughly enjoy working with. I mean, uh, uh, this yeah. may be the last. But uh, no, it's, I, I, I think I, I hear the same things. I mean, I'm friends yeah. with a bunch of people at Stern, and they're really good people. And you know, it's just the forum is the forum. It, it is what it is. And and most people on the forum love Stern. Most people buy the games. Most people can't wait. And there's a lot, there's a lot more excitement and positivity. It just doesn't appear. It's not as loud. <laughs> it's not as loud, and it, and and look, those people are busy living life, enjoying pinball, but they also enjoy the other parts of life as well. They don't Absolutely. spend every waking hour on a forum. So, Absolutely. Jeremy, we are excited. We will talk again soon, and you're going to be at which shows? So, if people want to meet you, where are you going to be this year? Oh, see, that's funny. Um, so, like, people don't invite me to shows. Um, I don't know if it's my appearance. I don't know if it's something I said, something I ate. Um, but I am going to be at one that I know of. And only one at this point, and that is uh, fantastic New England. Fantastic um, New England. Yeah, actually, I might even be doing like uh, uh, some some uh, some uh, the, the poster and shirt and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, so, cool. but yeah, no, I'm ex- I'm excited I, about I'll that. I'll be there. Canada will drive the Hellcat up to Boston. So, for you listeners, if you want to hang out with Zombie Yeti, we can go do some donuts with the Hellcat. Nice. That's that's on the books right now. I'll give you another reason to go. Um, Jeremy, thank you so much for joining Canada's Pinball Podcast. As always, uh, thank we you and thanks it. to all the people who bought Ghostbusters. Uh, if, in my opinion, I think you should maybe buy two. Maybe just. <laughs> all right, Jeremy. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Wasn't that fascinating? To me, the most fascinating thing is to think about a world in which. 
Zombie Yeti did the artwork for Alien. So we know Andrew wanted him to do Alien before he hired the current Alien artist. We know that Jack reached out to him probably. We know that it sounds like Jerry from P3 reached out to him. So it's it's I think he landed in the right spot and I think all of you agree. I think Ghostbusters is a fascinating machine. It's so exciting that he raised the bar so high on a pinball machine's art that what comes next should be even better. Even better. And that's the great thing is when you make when you up your game Everything gets better, and competition makes things better. And that's why it is healthy that we have pinball competition and we have other companies surviving to push each other to make a better product. Uh, now, whether or not I believe that's going to happen in pinball is really up in the air right now. You know, I'm looking at the climate with, with Dutch pinball and their inability to ship games and, and Alien and their problems going on. and. P3, will it come out? Only Stern seems to be shipping games consistently. And Stern really should be acquiring the best talent to make their products the best. So it's going to be a great, great title. The next Zombie Yeti title. I just really have a lot of faith in what this man does and, and the passion he brings to pinball. And that he never says a negative word about anyone around him. Imagine that, right? A positive outlook. And he's, I love that he like never went on pin side. Only the day the game shipped did he go on and saw that people were liking it and, and were in love with like what he worked on. And I love it. And he just removes himself from it. And I think that's why he's also such a positive and enjoyable person to be around because he doesn't get sucked into that deadly vortex, which is complaining every day about life and pinball. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to be a guest on Canada's Pinball Podcast, you know where to hit me up. You, if you also would like to just give me some feedback, uh, I will read your feedback on the air. CanadaPinball at gmail.com. Happy hump day. We'll talk to you again soon.